uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. The ability to call an emergency service is an expectation that we have wherever we are in the world. And one of the most recognisable of those would be to call 911 in the United States for access to fire, police and ambulance services. But the back-end infrastructure and logistics enabling the handling of those calls is not that simple. There are nearly 250 million emergency calls made every year in the US and as communication services become more complex, emergency services and communication providers face new challenges in making sure that we can all access the services we need in case of an emergency. This episode was recorded during SkySwitch's annual user conference, Vectors. As a leading provider of white-label UCAS solutions, SkySwitch has a keen focus on making sure its partners comply with the law and help the emergency services wherever they can. I am joined by Harlan Hamlin of SkySwitch along with Captain Scott Brillman, who's Director of 911 Services for the City of Baltimore, and Joe Barraswain, who's the Director of Emergency Services in Fulton County. I started by asking the guys about Carrie's Law, which is a piece of legislation brought in to avoid tragedy when you dial 911 and it doesn't work as it should. Have a listen. In terms of Carrie's Law, which came into effect, well, it was an, it was signed in 2018, wasn't it? And I think it comes becomes mandatory next year. Can, can you explain a bit of the background uh, about Carrie's Law and what it is and what, it, what it's designed to prevent? So, so to start, um, folks in our field, Joe and I, we, we consider 911 the most important social contract we have with our citizens and visitors. The ability to, to make a 911 call when you need help, uh, when you're having the worst day of your life, and for the ability to government to respond to that. Um, and uh, so Kerry's Law uh, came about a few years ago when when uh, uh, a mother, Carrie Dunn, uh, was being attacked and her daughter tried to make a 911 call in a hotel room multiple times, uh, four times to be exact, and the call was never processed. It couldn't go through because she was calling 911 the wrong way. Uh, she had to press 9 and then 911. And unfortunately, um, Carrie passed away. Um, because first responders could not make it to her. And, and Joe, it, it's terrible that it takes a tragedy like that for people to realise something's going wrong. I, I mean, first of all, from my understanding, and I'm in the industry, I didn't realise, first of all, that you could dial 911 wrong or that you'd have to dial a, a 9 first, and I suppose the vast majority of the, the general public wouldn't be aware of that either. C- uh, correct. So we, we're... I don't know how many, you know, how many hotels you've been to, but most of the time in a hotel, I'll tell you, dial this for, you know, bell service, dial this for the pool, dial this for, you know, checkout. But how often does it say dial 911 this way? Um, specific instructions are just not, not there on the phone. And that causes an issue because you don't know if you dial 9, then 911, or just straight out 911. Um, some are going through their switch downstairs. So there, there is, a, that's, and that's the, probably the, the biggest issue is the delay in time that that causes for us. Yeah, of course, and obviously time time is critical. You know, you want to respond to things as soon as possible, and and any delay is is not good. So, so what Carrie's law designed to to change? Uh, so Carrie's law is is there to uh, to protect people that don't know where they are. So look at the look at the folks that are occupying hotel rooms. They're all visitors to a city. Um, so when we ask when the nine one one operator asked where where are you they usually don't know um 
and we need to know where they are and they need to be able to reach us by just dialing 911 and no other provision. So, so effectively you need without the user having to understand where they are and I mean I am in uh, staying in a hotel at the moment I have no idea geographically where I am if I dial from my room you want that to be apparent as soon as it comes into to your first responders in the emergency center. Right, so a visitor from the UK can come over to the United States and say, I just need to call 911 because someone's hurt, my child is hurt, I'm not able to speak, so I just want to be able to pick up the phone, dial that 911 number and get help, not have to sit there and have to figure out how 911 works. Uh, I mean, it should be as easy as picking up that phone and dialing 911. And more than that, we want the, the front desk of that hotel to be notified of where you are. It's important that you know, uh, if, if you're experiencing a cardiac arrest and you need uh, immediate CPR, we want the, the security or the front desk to start that. Or we want them to grab an AED um, and or we want them to guide the first responders in so the first responders don't have to go around looking for you. Um, it's very important to us that we make it to you within minutes so we can save your life. Uh, and Harlem, from a sky switch perspective this is something that you've placed a lot of focus on rightly and and helping your partners to to not only comply with the law but help help the emergency services and and, and make the whole system work a bit better right we have and well we're beginning to um, I have it's, it's near and dear to my heart because I've been in uh, the technology game for a long time and uh, I happen to have a son who uh, was a law enforcement officer, and that's actually how I come to know these gentlemen. Um, so I've seen, I, I, I see it through their eyes, through, through the, public, the, the, the uh, first responders' eyes, how, how important 911 is. Having been a SkySwitch reseller uh, for, for some time, programming those phone systems and interacting with my customers, I was kind of, you know, I, 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 I understood this problem before Kerry's law existed. And I've, I've had some fairly large uh, impl implementations where I've kind of done it my own way to make sure I did things like segmenting buildings and uh, setting up separate DIDs for certain areas. Um, and with the advent of Kerry's law, we have to do more. And in coming in 2020, there's going to be a lot more that we can do. There's more tech. There's a lot of technology that we can employ to uh, make the, the locations more known, to enhance alerting and notification. Uh, we've just begun. So what we learned today in our session is that the industry doesn't necessarily understand how important it is. And as I, if you were in the room when I said, uh, you, you know, we, we, they, 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 they likened it to the penalty, to the, to the, the fee, right? When, when there's an unprovisioned 911 call today on any VoIP network, the provider gets a, a significant fee because what happens is that call goes to a, a generic call center and they have to answer the call and then route it to the proper PSAP, which is a public safety answer point. Not only does it cost that company money, but it costs time. And gentlemen, yeah. as time, what, what I we, mean? We translate it a little differently. We, we don't, we're not thinking about money. We're thinking we can't find this person 
that needs our help right now. We, we can't find this uh, child that's choking. We can't find this uh, gentleman that's having chest pain. We can't find um, this, this woman that, uh, that is delivering her baby. Like, we need to know where people are, and we need these systems. Uh, we need to partner with this industry to make sure we can find the, the caller that needs our help. And that's one of the things that um, I am taking. It's going to be on the top of our pro priority list uh, with SkySwitch is to help adopt these technologies and these procedures and these policies and help educate the industry so that we as as a reseller community as a voice uh, UCAS uh, provi providers can understand how important it is understand that it's not always just about profitability but that what we do can be the difference between life and death and and that's that's what SkySwitch is going to do moving forward uh, and Joe, when Harlan talks about that efficiency I'm not sure about how public services are funded in the US compared to in the UK I'm assuming there's not loads of money floating around your first response centers need to be as efficient as possible and any time wasted as Scott was saying trying to determine it's not only a huge cost but there's a potential cost to life as well yeah, like Scott said, the, the basic essential need that we need to pro we provide the public is that you call and we we send somebody. And if we can't do that in an efficient manner, then we're failing the public that we serve. Um, that time delay is the most important thing. It's not about the money. Um, yeah, funding is always an issue. Technology is changing at rapid paces, and it's hard for a government-funded agency to keep up with the cost of technology. Uh, but we have to get people there and we're spending more and more time trying to figure out where they are um, unless you know we have to get that time frame less and less um, the accuracy of where you are we down I want you not be in question it should be delivered to us on the front end and we're just not seeing that in a timely fashion right now um, and we're struggling with how do we get the technology to catch up um, our own technology inside the PSAPs to catch up to what we need to do going on Scott was Scott was telling us uh, he just came back from a trip to Israel um, a couple of days ago I'm surprised you're awake um, and you were telling us how much more advanced they are than than we are here um, can you speak to that a little bit yeah I mean um, we are in, in in the states we're all planning for in you know in the next five years uh, receiving video receiving pictures receiving text um, when when somebody needs our help, so so you know, in five years, if we interview again, uh, we, we won't be getting a lot of cell phone calls or a lot of phone calls. We'll be getting um, FaceTime videos and uh, regular videos being sent to us and pictures of what's going on at the scene. Um, and the the money that that we're getting now is is will be used to build these systems for the future. And lastly. When you, you've just completed your panel session discussing this in front of the resellers, and, and when you came out, I hope you didn't mind me saying, you, you all seem pretty enthused with the response from the, from the SkySwitch partner community. So, Scott and Joe, I'll start with you. That must be incredibly reassuring to see that the, the partners and the resellers are, are genuinely interested, that there is a genuine interest in, in doing this. Yeah, I, w I was surprised actually um, that we got that many questions because I, I was I looked down. I'm going, I hope somebody shows up for our session. Um, but but I will tell you, what's if we can get one person out there to go 
out and preach the gospel, like I always say, and, and, and actually go out and tell and educate the public, that's going to be a huge impact to us. Because for every one person out there, if they tell one person, that's a huge impact. So there's large venues out there, folks that are customers in New York City and large cities, Baltimore and other places. They go out and they go and just tell one more person. That's a huge you know, accomplishment for us today. Yeah, and I suppose, Scott, that, that's the goal, really, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we all got into the same room together. It, it was very impressive that that uh, this community, they were calling out solutions from from the crowd. Right, and that that was really exciting for me because, quite frankly, I, I wasn't sure if we were going to get the interest that we got, and the fact that we actually ran out of time was fantastic. And what we were talking about just before this started is, you know, maybe we should set up a think tank, and, and I think... Massive thanks to Joe and Scott for taking the time out of their incredibly important roles to tell us more about the issues facing emergency services when it comes to communication. As Harlan said, SkySwitch are really focusing on this area, enabling its partner community to help the emergency services ensure that they can work in the best way possible when we need them most. If you want to find out more about how they're doing this, you can head to skyswitch.com and take a look there. Also, if you want more information on the event that we were attending, Vectors 2019, you can find all the news on our website at uctoday.com if you search for vectors that's it for today though if you enjoyed this or any other podcast from uc today please recommend it to a friend subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and leave a nice review if you can as always though a big thanks for listening